0: Welcome to the good People Podcast. I'm Jackie Pruitt. And I'm Hannah Jones. So as you guys know, this is a podcast where we have conversations that are sometimes hard, sometimes funny, sometimes awkward. All the while, we're just trying to be good people. Although, let's be real, we're always
1: just good-ish. Emphasis
0: on the ish. <laughs>
1: Join us as we laugh, cry, and snort our way through our life's most pervasive and relatable conversations, which this week will be about fashion. We are so excited to talk about fashion this week. Uh, This conversation will just be a portion of how we're navigating our adulthood to the best of our ability. Uh, There may be wine, there may be coffee, and there will always be fashion conversation. Jackie and I talk about this nonstop, so get excited for this conversation today. Get
0: pumped up. Get ready to jump up out of your seat. Start dancing, dancing around, because it's time to talk about the clothes, the shoes, the
1: jewelry, the accessories, the brands. Everything. Everything. I want it all. Yeah, I want it all and I want it now. That really is my story of fashion. (laughs) Okay, before we get into this, which we will get into depth about both of our personal style, how we came upon being really into fashion, what we're drawn to, where we shop, all that stuff, our style icons, all this stuff. Uh, But before we get into it, as you all know, if you've listened before, if you haven't, welcome, we do our highs and lows, but we usually name it something different. And Jackie, I'm going to pitch something to you uh, that we I want to make consistent potentially feel free to reject it um, I'm so excited it will right hurt now. my feelings I'm totally kidding it will not uh, oh no <laughs> So okay. I want to pitch that our highs and lows we name them henceforth the good and the ish so we have our good is our high and our ish is <laughs> our low
0: <laughs> oh hell yeah I'm super into it and I'm like kind of <laughs> low-key shocked that it hasn't been that the
1: entire time let's just pretend it has Okay, it, I can go back and splice it into the previous oh, episodes.
0: No, but the smoosh and the douche. And yeah, the smush and the
1: douche is too good. It's
0: too <laughs> good. It's just too good. That was Tim Robinson.
1: That was good. I appreciated that. <laughs> Thank you. Wish I had a little tuggy on my shirt right now. A TC tugger. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Okay. That's fashion, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It
0: is fashion. If any of you know about I Think You Should Leave on Netflix, it's possible we've talked about it before on the show. It's possible we haven't. But Tim Robinson is a comedic genius. You got to start from season one, though. Apparently now the most
1: recent season, all the frat guys like it, which I'm, you know, not really. I've heard yeah. it's not good this or not as good this season. That would make sense. Yeah, it's sorry, it's, frat boys, but it's just the truth. It's just <laughs> like pr-
0: primarily Tim Robinson yelling and just saying obscene and wild and crazy things, which can be really funny. But in this season, it's almost over delivered to mm. where it's not as funny. But there are
1: a few where I I find them hilarious, like the fifty five okay. fr-
0: fries, fifty five burgers, fifty five.
1: Whatever. Okay. You'll have to let me know which ones to watch because I heard negative things and then I just didn't give it the time of day. Plus, Connor and I have just been stuck on uh curb recently, curb your enthusiasm. So that's been my comedy, uh, my comedy gold recently that's been feeding that appetite. So I haven't really wanted for much else because we all know that Larry David is a comedic genius. King. He is the king. King Larry. The most relatable man in the world, in my he, opinion. He, he says what everybody wants to say without fear or shame what a man, what a man, what a man. He's amazing. Larry David. So Jackie, do you have your good and your ish together? Do we want to get started on our ishes and then we can both finish with our goods
0: Ooh, to yes. go out on a high note?
1: Why don't you start with your ish? Cause I need to think about mine for a second. I feel like your yeah. ish sort of takes the cake. well, it's just, it, it's something, let me tell you guys. So I'm going to need you guys to bear with me this week. I am concussed currently. Uh, that is my, my ish of the week. I, uh, the way that I became concussed is a great story in and of itself. I was at my brother's new house. It's beautiful. They have a lovely pool in the backyard with a diving board. And I was there with my family and my nieces and, um, my niece's cousins. And so they're not my nieces. They're my sister-in-law's nieces. If That makes sense. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, so kind of related, but not really. Anyway, they're all playing and having a good time. If, those of you who've known me for a long time know I love being in the water. I'm basically a fish. Uh, I've been a swimmer for a long time and I feel so happy when I'm in the water. So I was just having a great day. And then I get asked to do this, d- this like diving trick contest. I'm doing air quotes. So it's like a diving trick contest, but like with little children. And I'm like, I don't no, really want no. to. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually scared of diving boards. I don't, I, I was a swimmer and I, I dove off blocks, but I didn't dive off diving boards. So they've actually always been pretty big fear of mine. But <clears throat> I can't avoid things that kids can do. Like I'm an adult, I need to do what the kids are doing and like not be afraid. So, I'm I'm a really good like standard diver from swimming and like all of that and I've done a bunch of pool tricks in my day off of the side of the deck, like flips and stuff, but never off of a diving board. So, we're going through the routine we've done like 30 different things, cannonballs, dives, can openers, whatever. And Then she wants to do a flip and I'm like, okay, I haven't done a flip into a pool in like at least six years and that's like a mental block you have to get over slowly, but she's doing it. So I have to do it and I've never done it off a diving board to my knowledge. I can't remember ever having done it off a diving board. So I decide, I'm like, you know what? I'm athletic. I'm going to try to like do what real divers do and jump up and grab my ankles and do like a real somersault flip and not like make it neat. And I jumped higher than I anticipated and I over rotated and did a one and a half and I landed straight on my face and Mm. my full force broke the water with the front of my face. And I was just in writhing pain immediately and I swam up hate attention and not everybody was watching me. People were doing their own thing. Um. And so thankfully, not everybody was watching. Connor wishes he had it on video. He didn't even see it. But he was like, if I had it on video. I'd make you watch it every day. So I'm very grateful. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> evil, evil. He's evil. Uh, but I swim up to my mom and to Connor, and I'm just trying to pull them aside so I'm not getting so much attention. And I think I succeeded because when I told my dad I was concussed, he was like, when did that happen? It's like, thank God. I didn't nobody Nobody noticed. Uh, everything's fine. Uh, but I pulled them aside. I'm like, I feel like is my face bruised because it was, it hurt that bad. Like my face and my chest, like the skin, I can't really describe it, but it just felt like like tingling kind of not even tingling. It was so sore. it, (sighs) It was like throbbing and it felt like the full like thick flesh almost like I could like very aware of the depth of my skin which is a good <gasps> thing to say but like I could sense that and it was so painful and I was trying to hold back tears If like people had given me attention I would have just burst into tears because mm-hmm. I was in so much pain I was like pull yourself together Collins Jones like you got to do this and uh anyway so I did pull myself together but I was asking them if I was bruised they said no but I, I was like man I've I have belly flopped many times in my day and Nothing has ever hurt this bad. Connor's like, oh, I belly flopped a bunch. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm like, no, no, no. I've I have two. This is different. But anyway, I go about my day. I swallow my pride. I just am like, it hurts, but I'm gonna continue my day. And then later that night, I realized that uh, I had this like lingering headache and I get migraines frequently. So it wasn't a migraine. It was like a very dull lingering headache and I was very dizzy and a little disoriented and it was coming on slowly. And Connor has had many concussions from football and he was like, I think you're concussed. And the next day I like, couldn't go out of the room, couldn't see the light. I tried to work that morning and it was like looking at the computer. I almost threw up. Like it was really bad. So all that to say, that has been my ish of the past couple weeks. I, I, had to miss or I had to forcibly say no to travel for work last week because I was like really, really unwell and that wasn't fun to deal with either because it was a, a big important work trip. So it wasn't fun, but oh. there is a bright side, a little bit of my good of the week, which is I got to sleep and rest and that was nice, but that was really that was a sucky thing. It was not fun. I've never been concussed before, and it's not fun. And honestly, it just made me feel my age. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I'm old. I'm too old to try to do something athletic and then just shake it off. I can't do that anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you are so tough, though. Like the <laughs> fact that you endured that, and then you've been dealing with a concussion, and you have the positive attitude that you have. I'm just so wildly impressed, and I'm also wildly impressed that. You you told those kids you were like I'm gonna do this because I would have been like Nah, I'm not doing that. Like I don't like I love your adventurous
1: spirit. Like even though it did cause you an adventurous spirit though. I really think it's pride. Like straight up, I appreciate that you think that, but I really think it's pride. It's like when I was at Whitewater on that terrifying slide, there was a 10-year-old in front of me who did it. And I was like, I can't do what a 10-year-old can do. Then honestly, what's the point of my life? Like, oh my god, what's the point of being an adult? So I, that's, that's really helped me overcome a lot of fears is just like, you're an adult, suck it up. Because I'm really not adventurous. Like, that's why I've never done anything off a diving board before. But, but I think maybe I'm
0: equating adventure, an adventurous nature slash spirit to when you were on a work trip, you said, yeah, I I went to SeaWorld and I rode a bunch of roller coasters. Like that to me is you know, an adventurous and 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 I think I'm thinking of it in a different context.
1: But yes. I appreciate that. I am coming out of my my fear shell in some ways and that was one of like these are some of them where I find myself in these quiet moments where somebody's asking me to do something with a child and I in that moment <laughs> I can decide to to show my stripes and show my fear, or I can just quietly suck it up and then pretend everything's okay. And I think that's so much of adulthood is just like pretending that you're fine when you're terrified. And it's little moments like that, like having to be on a diving board, uh, where I overcame and then, you know, fear of going and doing stuff by yourself and like just overcoming that and all the little ways, but it's definitely not been how I've been my entire life. I wish, Uh -uh. I wish so deeply. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, you know what, we're, we're
0: sending you all the love and and good vibes to healing. and and Thank you. I, I told Hannah when she she walked into the house today, I said, you look like you've been to a spa. Your skin is absolutely <laughs> glowing. Like, I kid you not. Like, I was like, damn, girl, what you been doing with your
1: skincare? I got to know about this. I do have new products. I'll talk to you about them oh. later. But I, okay. I've been using them for a couple months, and they've been excellent for my skin. So. Oh, fabulous. Um, yes, they're wonderful. Um, oh, look anybody like many others use the products Eight Saints? they work very well for me, but also sleep, sleep and being out of the sun. That's really what I told Jackie. I mean, I'm currently wearing sunglasses as we're recording in a dark room because looking at the computer screen is really hard for me still. And, Mm -hmm. uh, that means that my face has seen like zero sun in the last seven days. So, or 10 days. So that helps. That's the spa looking good glowing <laughs> thank that, you that thank jones you. spa
0: <laughs> i want to go to the jones spa but i but i don't want to get there by jumping off <laughs> I mean, no no you? you don't you really want don't Ticket to face plant city
1: i'm good yeah. oh my gosh oh, yeah, i'm so sorry I, jesus dude yeah it is what Ugh. it is i mean it's just it's just humbling but also
0: <laughs> i have to say i'm yes humbling to a certain extent incredibly humbling (laughs) but also like i'm i think i'm more so impressed with the one and a half like rotations that
1: you did that's impressive thinking back i don't know what the heck i was thinking because how am i you like how do you know where the ground is once you start flipping you have no idea so why did i think i could figure that out and when you're in a somersault when you have your your legs there's nothing to break the water but yourself Uh and i yeah. There's no good way for that to end. I don't know what I was doing. The girl that, you know, the child that went before yeah. me just did the thing where you go and your head and your feet go over you. Like, it's basically just like your feet go over you and the feet mm-hmm. break the water. And yeah. it's like, that's not what real divers do. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, that Mary Kate Nashley movie where they were divers back in the day. Do you mm-hmm. remember this movie? I do. board dad. Oh, you know it. Oh yeah. And like, I think I just was trying to channel that and I failed, oh. but it's okay. It's humbling. Yeah. Well, you
0: have a good story out of it. You're healing. I do. You're on to, on to a better, a better head, a better, um, uh, you know what I'm trying to say?
1: I at least can understand when people talk about concussions, now I can get it. Cause I've hit my head a lot as an athlete and I've never had a concussion, but I think what I learned is I've hit it on the back of my head. Oof. And I think that's a lot more resilient. I think it I, I don't, I don't know this for sure, but I mm. wonder if there's thicker. I think there's probably thicker bone back there than there is I on the so. front of your face. Cause it's really yeah. was the front of my face that broke.
0: The, the face picture. is yeah. It, it, I'm
1: glad you didn't break anything, dude. Dude I, I was straight up terrified that my whole face was going to be bruised the next day. That's how it felt. Oh, like I was my like gosh. my whole face and my whole chest and my chest is finally feeling better. But for a while it was it was sore. Mm. And I do have whiplash too. So that's been fun. Oh, but sorry. you know what? You live and you learn. I can relate to people now. It's forced Mm -hmm. me to rest. It is what it is. That's enough about that. Jackie, what is your ish of the week? All right. So my ish for the week, well,
0: okay, I do have to say this um, really quickly, but there are good times ahead. Pun intended. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know that moment where you're like, "Oh, I don't Just need to say face that. forward ahead." Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, like when you think a thought and you're like, uh it's okay if the moment's past." I shouldn't say that. This was one of those where I was like, I, "I," my brain was like, "If you don't go back and say this right now, you're going to be thinking about it." You had to say it. Out. Honestly, you had to say it. I would have been disappointed well, if you didn't. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, my ish. Um had to also do with a bodily function. Not a bodily function. That well, yeah, me was a bodily function, yes. The story I'm about to tell. But related to uh like just the physical nature of one's body. I'm being so weird. I'm I'm phrasing this very poorly. All this to say (laughs) I I like how you're phrasing it. Keep (laughs) it going. You would think I was the one that was concussed, but um bum. Um. Yes, drums have just been clashed. So I have never been so close to shitting my pants in my entire life than I was to my experience on Monday morning, yesterday morning.
1: Oh, no. Straight Even more out. than the oysters. Yeah,
0: it was it was horrid. Horrid.
1: That's bad. Like two weeks
0: for your. Yeah. Yeah. For you. I That's mean, dramatic. Extremely traumatic. Well, I think I put too many red pepper flakes and hot sauce on my antico's pizza. But you had to. Um, I did. Yeah. I had to do it, but, you know, I, uh, but at what cost, you know, I, uh, you know, it didn't hit me, right? It didn't hit me until I was already in the car and I was on the interstate. Sweats immediately. Is that how it hit you? Oh, let me tell you something. I was sweating I had chills all over my arms because I was trying How to hold it, hold it in. Mm-hmm. And also, have you have you ever – this is going to sound really weird. Have you ever felt your heartbeat in your asshole?
1: <laughs> yes. No, I really have. That's I've had a couple, close calls. Yeah, oh had a couple of close calls. Yeah, I've had a couple close calls over the years. it's It's
0: terrifying. Horrifying. And the most uncomfortable That's feeling tripping. I've ever had. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, ow. And I was also like – Basically TMI, everybody. Sorry, I'm I'm probably oversharing, but go get after it. Um, there was a point where it was like came out and then had to go really in really quick. i'll Just yep. leave it at that. Yep. Um, I had to run a red light when I got off the interstate. I'm proud of you for doing it. Could not make it. It needed to be done. It did. I had accepted when I rolled into the office, park building parking lot or whatever mm-hmm. that. I may have to turn the car around and change my clothes if I do not make it in and I whipped my car into the visitor's lot and I ran inside and I went to the bathroom and I made it just in the nick of time and I got very lucky but that was the closest I've ever come to pooping myself
1: that's traumatic
0: it was my ish for the week for sure
1: oh my gosh did you have to like run past people in the hallway at work or did you go to the lobby
0: Um, no, I, well, I I was in the lobby, but there were people from my work who saw me running. It was unfortunate, but I I had my eye on the prize. Yeah. You just have to keep moving. Yeah. It was, it was crazy, but it was a horrible feeling. At one point I did feel like I wanted to throw up when I was in the car because I was holding it in so hard, but mm, alas, here I am today and you know, no harm, no foul,
1: no harm, no foul. I'm really proud of you for making it through that experience. Oh, thank
0: you, thank you so much. And I didn't ruin my my blue suit pants,
1: which would have been okay. a sham. That would have been so sad. I know. Would have been horrible. You could have always had them dry cleaned, but could you wear them again um, after that? I don't know.
0: Probably not. But then also, I would have I been too I embarrassed to take yeah. them to the cleaners.
1: If it was like a mud pie yeah. situation. Yep. You know? Yep. I think I would too. I think I turmoil away. like that soiled it. I'm done. Like straight up, like literally soiled, soiled it. Soiled it. I soiled it. I soiled it. Like a Spongebob. Soiled that, Soiled it. Oh, man. <laughs> ah, yikes. Human life, I, one thing we all have in common is that everybody has most likely had a moment like that. Oh, definitely. Because everybody poops.
0: Yeah. We'll have to share some poop stories one day, have the episode be dedicated
1: to that. Yeah. If you had had just, if it had gone wrong, you could at least have written in the next time that like Armchair Expert does a poop prompt pooping at work oh true they did that recently and it was amazing uh shout out to them but yeah you could have written in for that dang it well i guess next time i
0: won't hold it in
1: yeah i feel like i'm over here collecting stories over the last month of things i can write in about with like had a crazy incident with our upstairs neighbor that was wild. Oh my god. Then, uh, something on our one year anniversary trip that was just a traumatic personal experience that Connor and I endured together. And then this concussion, they're all just hilarious and crazy. So maybe oh, one day. Jeez, man. Oh. It's been an eventful month. It really
0: has been. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's oh, I'm I'm speechless. I'm, like, thinking about all the things that have happened to you, and I'm, like, yeah. man, I just want to take you and, like, put you in a spa and, like, lock it up and just be like, nobody I talked know. to Hannah for a month.
1: I know. I need, I need time. I need time. But, uh, no, but that's, that's another thing about adulthood. You just don't get the time.
0: So stupid. And you just
1: have to be okay with it. It's a grin and bear it. Yep. And on that note, we need to talk about some good, I think. <sighs> yes. We need to talk about some good.
0: Do you want to lead us off or do you want me to lead us off with the good?
1: Um, I can. Mine will be quick. So I already mentioned that my good, getting rest has been good. I, I was proud of myself for staying home and not feeling pressured to go on that trip. It would have been a really bad decision because I was really, really unwell. And I slept almost the entire three days that the conference was happening. So I needed that. So that was really good that I was able to take some time to heal faster than it would have happened if I had tried to push myself too much. Um, and then also just having been like at home a lot more than I anticipated, especially when I was planning to travel, I had a lot of time just at home with Connor and that was really lovely just spending time with him. And even though I wasn't in the right head space, literally, Mm -hmm. uh, it was just really good to spend time with him over the past week and, um, just really love him and was grateful to have somebody to do that with, it would have been hard to it just would have been sad and lonely if I didn't have him there, so mm. that was great. and Ed, Ed Ed and I had some good cuddles, my little oh. my little puppy. Oh good. good.
0: I'm glad. Yeah, so those are my goods.
1: because oh. there really hasn't been much else going oh. on.
0: Those are pretty good goods. Yeah. Well, that makes me happy. Thank you. Thank oh, you, of course, of course, extending my, my happiness and joy to the situation
1: ah thank you
0: Ah, I got you I got you what about you Um, what's been what's that good I would say my good was that my birthday was this last week so I got to heck yeah it was oh dude thank you Hannah was very kind on my birthday she sent me a Venmo to go get myself an espresso martini or a beverage of my choosing which was so kind
1: well, she was being very selfless. She was at somebody else's wedding for her birthday. So it's like, she needs something. Oh, that's sweet.
0: Yes. Ned's, Ned's cousin got ce- married.
1: Yeah. What's we get up? to celebrate you on
0: Thursday and I can't wait. Uh, I'm pumped, dude. We're going to go to great. dinner at, and oh, look wow. go the dogs at, a uh, indicator. So it's going to be great. Heck yeah. It's gonna Heck yeah, to will be. Fabulous time. Um, but it was a really wow. special birthday. Um, and I mean that because I just felt very loved on my birthday, like the outpouring of just, you know, just joy and just really thoughtful, uh, notes. And, you know, my, my team at work did something really sweet for me. So it was just like very joy filled. Um, and you know, Ned was super sweet and he got me a really special gift. So it, it overall was like just a great, it was a great birthday. So I have that as my good.
1: That's a very good, good. It is very good. So happy, you deserve an incredibly happy birthday. So, I'm so happy. We're both holding up hearts. Um, If you guys didn't say happy birthday to Jackie, you better freaking tell her happy birthday. (laughs) I will come after you. Oh my gosh! Mean that? Oh my gosh! Well, on that note,
0: I'm scared scared for those people. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna
1: threaten you into telling somebody happy birthday. So scary.
0: Yeah, you better. You
1: Better. Oh, man. Well, On that note, well, let's get into fashion. Oh, I
0: love this topic. We, get, Me and you could talk about this all freaking day, dude. And I feel like it's a lot of the conversations that we
1: have outside this podcast are centered
0: around fashion, for sure.
1: Often. we, I think Jackie and I think about fashion very similarly. We have our own personal style. There's some intersections in our style, but I think we both are pretty clear and specific about what we like and have always been that way. And I think we just relate on that. Oh,
0: definitely. And it's so fun, I think to um to discuss maybe a new a new item that's come in that's gonna go really well with an outfit or taking an item that's been used for many years. and then all of a sudden you're about to bring it to goodwill or give it away or sell it, and then you say, "Oh my gosh, actually, this makes a great accessory with this new thing that I just bought. It's like things can be used, recycled, and
1: oh yeah. That's actually one of the things I I made some notes because this is a topic I feel like we could talk about forever. And this will probably be the first of many podcasts where we dig into fashion. The next ones will probably be more specific on different topics. But we could literally talk about this, as Jackie said, like forever because we talk about it all the time. But one of the things I had written down as like a question was, um, how do you shop? Ooh. And we can get in. I feel like that maybe might not be the best first place to start, but we can put a pin in that and get there later. How do you feel about that? Whoa. Oh, my goodness. I, I just got really excited to talk about it. But I think if, if it makes more sense for us to approach the
0: question I feel like it later. I could be good to,
1: to lay some groundwork. So, like, how would you describe your personal style? How did oh, wow. you come to love fashion and uh, who are, like, your fashion icons. I feel like that's a good place to get started so people can get a vibe for how we dress. Even if, I mean, if you follow us on social media, you might see some of the things, Mm -hmm. but I don't post very much. So people don't really see my clothes very often unless Mm -hmm. you see me in person. So they'll be good for us to like kind of lay that out, help people understand how we got here. And for those of you out there that love fashion, you can just relate. For those of you out there that maybe struggle with it and it's not something that comes easily to you, maybe you can learn or Leverage some of our experience for you. Yeah,
0: and or ask us questions if you're curious, or if you know you have an opinion about something that we state, and you're like, "Hey, actually, I don't like this because of this," or "Actually, I like this because it intrigues me, and I'd like to be adventurous and try something new." Like, it could be anything. Yeah,
1: any any feedback. I feel like this is a topic where we can take feedback the best because we're so confident in what we like and what we don't. That it's like seriously, you can whatever you want. Like, I'll take it, <laughs> but I, yeah. probably, I really won't change my
0: mind. <laughs> oh, same, same yeah, that's interesting. And Anna, when you just asked about, you know, my experience with fashion or, you know, I, and I, and maybe, maybe this wasn't the question, but how I'm understanding that is kind of how it
1: developed for me. Yes. And then, okay. Yeah. Like laying a groundwork. I almost like want us to build a profile. Like what is Jackie's fashion oh. sense? Like what is her identity and Ooh. how did we get there? It's kind of oh. the main goal I'd love to get us started with. Wow. I like, like that a lot. Can you describe your, fashion sense in three words or in like three phrases or a phrase mm-hmm. or like just a short succinct way to describe your fashion sense how would you do Ooh,
0: it I like it I'm mean, gonna have to think on my three words um but I will say I can tell you when it was established
1: Go because it, there it. was a
0: yeah. year for me when I was like this is my style like I know this is my style and it feels good to 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 dabble with color I color is definitely mine I would i and I know you're this way too Hannah Are we yep. Do not shy away from wearing a color um and what I mean is uh neon colors, bright pinks, you know bright blues, anything that is bright, but you know that can be worn in any season too so the the reason why i say twenty twenty one um it you know i had i had been seeing you know because I love Pinterest and I'll get into that in for a little bit, but that's really what I use as my source of truth for like uh and is really a representation of my style being captured in a moment in time but what's interesting is really over the past um 2 3 years it hasn't it hasn't really changed um the types of pieces i buy yes have changed but you know all in all like the color has remained the same and but i wouldn't say funky like i you know i and correct me if i'm wrong Hannah, but a lot of the stuff I wear is pretty, it's like mainstream, but it's not mainstream. Like it's an item that's popular, but it's the one that's not, that's being bought the most.
1: Very funny. Cause I literally have written down, like I, it's, it's a different wording, but I basically say about myself, I like to be on trend enough that I don't look out of place, but I want to be in that place looking different than everybody else or taking a trend and using it differently than other people do. And I think you do the same. Bingo. I, I think that that's where our fashion sense intersects. Yes, I agree it, completely.
0: Yeah, is there. And I think what's so fun about that is going, okay, yes, this is on trend. This is what's popular. This is what people are talking about. But what pieces have I seen? So for example, if like there's a certain kind of um like tank top that's popular or something, and it's like
1: everybody's got this black tank top with like a cutout in it. Because I'm sure right. I'm giggling because I have some of that stuff, but the idea of wearing it the same way as everybody else, which I'm sure I've done before, but like it makes me cringe.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's in us. So, so, and I, and I it, it is, and I, and I think that we can touch on that soon, of going like, why is that? You know, the response. I think, yeah, like the psychology behind it. Yeah, the psychology, because I can totally pinpoint that it was, you know, wanting growing up, I, I did want to to stand out in certain ways, but like, I, oh my gosh, for so many years, I look back at photos and I really, I was so close. Like I almost had it. Like I look at photos, I'm like, that was like a, a cool outfit for that time in the 2010s or whatever. But, you know, it didn't feel right when I wore it because it didn't feel like me. It was like what was popular, what was mainstream, totally. you know, and that for me just weirdly just clicked. Um, it was like a day where I was like, no, I'm going to start buying the things that I want to buy and wear like I saw a photo of myself oh my gosh at um at Ned's dad's house this past weekend and I was wearing like auburn colors in a sweater and on me like that color just wa- it washed me out but I didn't know at that time in my life orange what colors like um like a burnt orange and blue yes, navy blue okay yes with like a cream and it was not doing it was not working for me it was working against me and it
1: was just really washing me out. And I, I mm. those colors were everywhere, in like, gosh, like twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen.
0: I think that was the year the photo was taken. Yeah,
1: I mean, so they obviously- were, those colors were were very popular, so it makes sense. And
0: and it was during a time when it was like the forest green was really popular. Yes, and all the fall colors,
1: but all year long. Yeah, those were huge and when we were in college, specifically yes because we had just come off of high school was very pastels it was like coral was huge and mint green like a light mint was very popular when when we were in Mm -hmm. high school and then after that it was like an overcorrection to like deep hues and fall colors
0: and they just turned around and for some people it really looked excellent on them no color is bad hear us say that no color is bad it's just about fun um but it's bad when it's not your color and if which also also though that that sounds harsh, wear what you want to wear, right? Who cares what other people think if you don't? But think for you, you,
1: yeah, like that's but, been important for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely getting to a place where it's like actually I feel comfortable wearing this color, and it's interesting because I've had more comments in the last year of like I could never, I could never wear that, or I could never wear that bright of a color. That's what I mean. is never wear that, never wear that bright of a color, and and they're like I love bright colors. But I could never, I could never do that. And I literally go, "Whoa, why couldn't you do it? Like, oh, I'm I'm just too scared. I think it'd be too different from what I've sort of committed to. It's like people have made a commitment because you invest to build up your closet and you're like, I've got all these clothes with this color palette. And I mean, it's, it's taken me two years at least to get where I like majority of the pieces of my closet.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That's so real.
0: Um, and so it's, it's, the, and you know, I, I'm just like, Hey, like you, you really do have to, it's like taking a leap, trying something new. You literally just have to jump and hope it works out. Um, but yeah, I, I was just kind of all over the place with that. But no, that's great.
1: That was a perfect background. Do you have a phrase or a couple of words? You don't have to do three words, but like to give the listeners a visual of what your style would be. I know you mentioned color, but what color. specifically and how did you figure out which colors were best for you?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, I might have to circle back on the three words because I really want to be thoughtful about them. Like, I want to say vibrant.
1: Okay, um, I think that's a good one. I think you should nail that in.
0: Vibrant. And then, like, I want to use the word eclectic, but that sounds too funky. Like, it needs
1: to be a step down from eclectic, from the funk. Yeah. Just throw that out there for now and we can edit later because my words aren't perfect either, but I couldn't quite figure out like words that are completely helpful, but it just gives some context to people.
0: Yes. Yes. You're right. So um, we might have to circle back.
1: Like funky light. I think it would be good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like like that. that. Yeah. Cause you are, you do dress with like a little bit of funk, but it doesn't overtake the rest of like your whole your whole yeah. look
0: yeah funky light a sprinkle of funk yep I agree oh. thank you thank you um but my experience with fashion is I've always admired it always my entire life um and I've wanted I've seen it on the other people and said my goodness I want to wear something where like I feel that good about being in that yeah and it takes a minute to get there and to click and even just with um like uh items like like how you decorate your house which I'm sure we're we'll going to on another episode.
1: They're related that for sure. Skills. Oh yeah. They're entirely related. Or at least in my mind they're related. Like the way I decorate my house is very similar to the way or the way I acquire things and decorate is very similar to how I acquire and dress myself. Yeah. Um for me, mm-hmm. so the three words that I have or the three phrases that I have are um saturated. Ooh diverse and then like updated vintage retro. So those are things that are very important to me, Uh, saturated, much like Jackie. Color is important, but... For me, it's like very, very saturated tones. So um, I figured out based off, and this is a tip I have for anyone out there who's trying to figure out their colors. You can try to figure out your color season. I was obsessed with that for a little while, but also the most helpful tip I learned was just pay attention to when you get the most compliments on certain pieces of clothing, because typically people are complimenting Y- the way it lights you up, the specific color that you're wearing. So I have a couple of specific dresses, for instance, that I've worn over the years that I was like, oh, I got way more compliments wearing that than I ever did in anything else. And it was a, it was a like cute dress, but it wasn't like the coolest looking thing ever. Um, mm-hmm. so that color must be good for me. And like, people what color was it that? Out. it's like a, um, like a yellow gold, like a bright saturated yellow, uh, that's yellow gold. And then Mm -hmm. I received the same wearing like hot pink. And then I received the same when I'm wearing like a cherry red. So colors like that have, and then also uh, like royal blue. So all of these colors are incredibly pigmented, like lighter colors on me. Some of them work okay, depending on how I style them and what other colors I put alongside them. But if I'm going to be wearing something singular, very saturated tones look best on me. And sometimes I can do the darker tones too, but it's really contingent on my hair color. So I'm a natural mm-hmm. brunette, and the colors that used to look good on me when I was a brunette look very different on me now with blonde hair. So that was something that was interesting to figure out as well. But um, those are the three color or the three things I like to say. So saturated because of the colors that look good on me, and I've been drawn to color in general. And I like to take the colors that look good on me and use those, but also I like to take trending colors and try to work them into my wardrobe as well. So that's one way I like to play with trends without completely giving into them. It's like taking it and then factoring it into an already existing ecosystem of colors that I'm using. And then I say diverse because one thing that I think comes or I enjoy doing and comes pretty naturally for me is using different pieces that were maybe popular in different times or, um, you know, like a 60s inspired piece mixed with an 80s inspired piece mixed with like a 2010s. I don't know, like just taking different time periods and learning how to, to mesh them together um, is something that I really love to do. And when I'm putting together outfits that I love the most. I'm kind of Mm -hmm. blending everything together in a way that creates like a unique look that's not specifically one thing. Yeah. Um, so I really like doing that and kind of creating something different, which is why I also say updated, vintage, or retro because I am really inspired by uh, retro fashion, like the 60s, the 50s. Uh, I love the fashion from that time period. Um, I, When I was younger, like a kid, I was really inspired by like old Victorian dresses. So I've always been very interested in fashion and different time periods of it. So love to be able to take anything from any time period and try to figure out how to work it in it's just fun it's like a fun little hobby or task I don't know and I thrift and I um, buy secondhand a lot so it's easier to do it when you're doing it that way so very fun for me
0: so where do you thrift and where do you find your inspiration when you're pulling together those kind of pieces It's kind of hard
1: to to say specifically how I find inspiration because honestly, it just kind of comes out of my head. I pay attention to what I like on TV or I'll get in one of our next categories we'll talk about as our fashion icon. So I'll get into the specific people then, but I don't really use Pinterest. I just kind of like notice what I like or I'll be in the store and I'll be like, I like this. Or I'll be scrolling on Poshmark, which is one of the places I thrift. Or if I go to a thrift store, I'll find a little piece that I like and I can get that ticket home and figure out how to factor it into like six, seven, eight, ten, twelve 10, 12 different outfits. So that's how I work. I don't really think in outfits. I think in items that catch my eye, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. That, that makes total sense. It
0: does. Yeah. Mad respect. And I think that that's where... Because my brain doesn't really work like that when I think about fashion. it works completely differently. Um, so I think that that's where we differ too is how we construct the fits. And because um, oftentimes I'll, I'll go on Pinterest, I'll see something visually and I'm like, I want to – I would like to have that ensemble. So I look to seek out making that ensemble happen, but I am methodical when I'm buying those items, whether it's like jeans or a top that I could definitely use those. Like they're not bold enough where, you know, they would only be able to like stand like alone. Like you couldn't repeat them together. So um, I I try to be careful about how can I reuse this? Like how can I dress this up or down? But I'm relying heavily on visuals that I see to become inspired. It's not just going to pop into my head. I'm like, I'll be inspired from seeing Pinterest. And then I'll be like, well, that would look really cool with this and this because I saw the images next to each other.
1: Oh, I love that. And I love that we're different in that way because I think it is probably helpful to anyone out there that's trying to learn from this conversation. It's like, go with if if you do have an instinct to do one or the other, like do what works best for you and lean in either direction, that's more helpful and beneficial to you. If you like just finding an item that you love and figuring out how to put it in an outfit, but you don't know how to like, call me, I'll help you. But if you find a lot more like the structure and being able to be inspired by things that are curated for you, that's so helpful and like such a good way to be visually inspired too. So I love that we're different that way. Yeah, and that's um, cool because then if we're shopping together, we're thinking
0: about items to buy. It's like, well, yep. ha- have you thought about this? Have, oh, yeah.
1: You know? That's, totally. That's fun. Yeah, it is fun. And I guess I didn't give, like, the complete backstory. I, um, My whole life, my mom and my grandma have always joked that, like, shopping, like, they used – like, they just joke that like, I just am a natural shopper. I just have always loved clothes and my my parents didn't give me a ton of money to shop, which is smart, <laughs> but I had to get really creative because I didn't have a ton of clothes and they didn't give me a ton of money. So most of my adolescence of childhood and middle school and high school, I did go to a private school up until eighth grade. So I had to get creative with like the earrings I would wear and the shoes and the belts, but um And then, you know, whenever I was hanging out with friends and stuff, but with the clothes I had, I did, I had to get really creative. So I got good at like turning dresses into skirts or skirts into dresses and using scarves as belts and like things that I just think about probably because I had to think like that for a while and got really creative with what I had. And it's just been fun for me when I was a kid, I used to sketch dresses out and like draw them. And my grandma loves fashion. So we would go shopping together and just... Uh, try on a million things and it's just been I can't remember a time where I didn't think about what I wore in fact my first grade class at this private school, we did like a meet and greet prior to the first day at a playground. And I remember walking up and making friends with my friend Haley because I was thinking in my head, she's the only one here that's dressed well. And I told her that. Like to this day, she knows that. Like we laugh about it <laughs> when I see her. Because she was the only one that I was like, this girl has some sense of fashion. And I was seven, six, seven, <laughs> and that was already going on in my head. Yeah. So I, I was a brat about fashion from a young age. no you were just
0: like it you you knew what you liked you were like okay this person must have a similar interest to me because I like I like this kind of stuff I I like like fashion yeah
1: I've just always been very aware of it too like we can get into icons now um all name some of my early ones. So Mary-Kate and Ashley for me were huge. And that was around that time. So mm-hmm. I was watching their movies and their TV shows and all the stuff that they created when we were kids and loved everything they wore and was so inspired by what they wore. So that was like mainstream-ish yeah. fashion at that time. And mm-hmm. they were kind of an early inspiration for me. Who would be like your childhood fashion inspiration? Oh, my gosh. I would have to say Lindsay Lohan for sure. Love that. Um, Amanda Bynes is one of mine. My-
0: oh, I was going to mention her next. No way. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah. serious. I'm serious. Oh, yes. That was my next one. But I, if I could dress the way that Lindsay Lohan dresses in – um oh my god the name
1: confessions of a teenage drama queen that's so jackie
0: that's so jackie i love it i'm telling you that is that i love that movie but yes every outfit she wears i was like i would wear that like today like i would walk out and wear it um at one point i did have her she had this really cool like bottle cap necklace out of diet coke um uh, caps, and Ned actually bought bought me it off of Etsy, and so I wore it for a while, but it broke. I was really sad. Oh, so sad! Like, I know because I think it's like such a cool necklace, but I'm probably gonna have to either get a new one. I think it was you a You should get new one. I think I will. Um, could could good, good idea, but something about those early two thousands movies, not all of them, but of course the way there was like a unique way of dressing, and it was incorporating a lot of different colors and patterns and oh yeah
1: yeah it's a bright oh, time
0: it was and all of that circling back again which is really really cool to see and i think that, that that's why I, and you know correct me if i'm wrong i know we tend to shit on gen z on here just kidding love you guys gen z but i think that's just we just don't understand you, but we love you. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's all in good fun all in good fun uh and i i totally i think relate more with the
1: stuff that they're wearing in in, in ways. Well, they're wearing what we wore as children. So that's why. Yeah. That was. I mean, and I'm wearing right. a lot of it again, too, because I love it. But like, they're, this is actually something that people much smarter and more researched than me are talking about that like Gen Z is just regurgitating uh, the style from previous generations. Uh, but they're making it their own and I respect it. They are. They are. I am respecting
0: it. I, and I get inspired by it again, too, because yeah. I'm getting to see it all now in real time again um I had another comment that I was gonna make oh you mentioned a unless unless you want to stick on I don't want to derail us from the fashion icon train because I can do that very quickly um Is there anything we want to mention with the fashion icons? Oh, yeah. I've got a laundry list.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, okay. I'm trying to figure (laughs) out. I wrote down all of mine over the years. But again, like, I'm not a Pinterest person. I'm like, I watch the characters that I love or the people that I love, and I get little inspiration from each of them. So -hmm. I like to gather little things from each person and, like, throw them all together. So, like, for me, Mary-Kate and Ashley started. I'll just roll through them all. And then... I had uh, Amanda Bynes from the show, What I Like About You. That specific time period was what I loved. And then the TV show, 90210, not the original, the reboot, although I loved a lot of the original clothes too on the original show. Um, but on the reboot, uh, there were a couple characters, Annie and Adriana, that I loved their fashion and kind of started in – that was high school, so and middle school and high school. So I started kind of incorporating some of that then. Mm-hmm. And I was always a friend's watcher, or I watched Friends with my mom, so – Jennifer Aniston as Rachel Green, her style there. And then Jennifer Aniston, honestly, in the 90s and early 2000s, that fashion sense that she has, has always resonated with me. So like a little bit of the preppy, but she was never too preppy. Uh, that's usually when I'm sprinkling, sprinkling in some prep. I don't want it to be fully preppy. And she did a really good job with that.
0: She and, did do a good job of
1: that. Right? Yeah wow her fashion yeah. sits on the show I mean, she works in the fashion industry on the show but i just like adored everything that she wore and um like very inspired by her and that show and then her in general like her her red carpet look. she's always looks fabulous she does and very effortless which i respect very what a beautiful uh, lady so wonderful so wonderful and then a couple more. So I was Gossip Girl, obviously, after oh, that. Of course. I was a Blair. So everything Blair wore, I just loved. Um, like I would be Blair in a heartbeat. I love headbands, big headband girl. Um, and I have always like kind of liked that elegant style that looks expensive, but I don't want to just be that. So again, this is like where I would take something she does and mix it in with some other things. So not fully Blair, but I do love a lot of her stuff. It's very vintagey and I love that. And then uh, speaking on that same note, I think Blair's clothing was very inspired by like Jackie O and Betty Draper from Mad Men. Jackie O obviously Uh, Jackie Kennedy. And then Betty Draper from the TV show Mad Men, both like 1950s, 1960s, dressed very similarly and just loved their clothing as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Very clean lines, nice fabric, bright colors, um, just always looked so elegant. And I loved that about them. And it's like very clear that some of Blair's style is inspired by that. So they're in there too. And then finally, my ultimate is the one and only, and I mentioned this before on the podcast, but the one and only Carrie Bradshaw. She dresses the way that I would dress if I had all the money in the world. Like, I really do think I would just dress like her character. That's what I would do. I love big skirts, like big, obnoxious skirts and like patterns. And I don't know, I would dress like her. I'm so glad you said that because that
0: was on my list as well. Sarah Jessica Parker, what a babe. And those outfits, something else. And she does a really good job of like tutoring the line of that's the most outrageous thing I've ever seen. And also like, oh, my God, that is such a beautiful piece. And yep. you wear it so freaking
1: well. like And nobody questions it because you can tell she is she is a fashion icon and she's boldly wearing things that other people would never wear. And I started to make a pact. I know you said 2021 was a big year for you. I made a pact with myself when I graduated from college to so like 2017. 2016 2017 it's like I'm gonna start wearing what I want to wear and not let it really be inspired I was already sort of doing that but it was like I'm working in the workplace now I'm gonna be wearing like real outfits I'm gonna just do what I want to do and people did make comments about it because they're like why are you always so dressed up or why do you do all this or why do I never see you in the same outfit and they were all valid questions but you know (laughs) all valid questions (laughs) but it's because it brings me joy and I'm passionate about it and yeah it's such an art Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what I was treating it like an art and something that I found joy in and people would be like, I could never wear that. I'm like, no, you can. You just have to choose to do it, be confident about it. And that's Mm -hmm. what I love about Carrie Bradshaw. Like, yeah, she's an annoying character, but her fashion game is excellent. Fashion game, hundred
0: percent. Taste in men, 20%.
1: (laughs) Aiden's great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Aiden is great. Um, Just, Yeah. Big. (laughs) Yep. Yep, poopy diaper um (laughs) but i would have to agree with all of the icons that are on your list um i i do have to say that hillary duff was a big one for
1: me with lizzie mcguire i almost put her on here but mary kate and ashley were more of an influence for me but hillary duff was fabulous in that show the scenes at the bargain basement that her mom had to fight for oh my excellent amazing um and
0: yeah, I would I would I would agree. I would agree. It was both were influential to me. Um, not necessarily one one more so over the other. I remember them both being like pretty significant. Um, like when uh Mary Kate and Ashley were in the the movie um oh what New York Minute. Oh yeah. And they had the Barbie dolls that were like them and I, I had I had those dolls that was so I cool. did too. I
1: was a Mary Kate fan, so I had Mary Kate's because I was like a tomboy, you know.
0: Oh, that was my favorite one too, where she said she had the, wore the dark makeup and she had the, I love New York shirt. Oh, so I had
1: that one when she was younger and they had like the short haircut. Anyway, I had oh, a different doll, yeah, but I had yeah. one of her dolls when she was younger. Oh, that's um, cool. Loved Mary Kate. Yes. It yes. was uh, for me, their fashion really like, uh, hearts flew for me with what they wore in Passport to Paris and Holiday oh. in the Sun. Those two movies specifically, I was like, yes and yes and yes. Uh, and I do have to,
0: I think we've mentioned this before, but on Hannah's wedding day when we were all getting ready, we had Mary-Kate and Ashley playing in the had background. To. Had to. I love them. So like good. genuinely,
1: I kind of forget sometimes, but like I spent so much of my life just, they were i watched their stuff i read their books like they were a big significant part of my childhood okay
0: so does that mean you remember the song the song brother for sale only yeah oh yeah i sang that the other day and people like like looked at me like i was crazy and they're like i've never heard of that and i was like absolutely i've heard of that (sighs) i was like am i going crazy kind of upsetting that people had that that stuck in my head the other day like was that was on one
1: of their like Mary Kate and Ashley birthday specials, right? Or they mm-hmm. they made all those like f- shorts,
0: yeah. That were their full length movies. <laughs> I had the shorts on like DVD or whatever. I them on VHS, VHS. I guess yeah. it would have been would have been the VHS. One to
1: grandmother's house we go. You remember yes, that one? Yes, I do. Man, what a time! But they're, I mean, honestly, from when they were tiny children, they were just always styling. And now, those of you that are in the know about fashion, they have one of the most balling companies that exist in the fashion world with the row and I would buy everything from the row they don't use a ton of color but they do have super elegant like sleek very timeless clothing and I would buy so much from there but it's very expensive so maybe one day
0: yeah the pieces are beautiful but I'm with you I they're a little more muted and not necessarily like not all the pieces are my forte
1: a little too They're probably a little more me than you I would say because I do wear a little bit more yeah. of that kind of stuff and I'm moving back in that direction a little bit more
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's uh oh, sorry, I was gonna say something I I saw
0: I think I saw like a pink suit on there or something yes Just, like, I was like I would absolutely love to wear that I was like yes yep. Chuck's all the their box. suits box really mm.
1: ugh. Oh Their suits, oh my gosh, the best. It's like what uh, Jennifer Lawrence is rocking right now, and she's just looking fabulous in all of her real clothing. Oh
0: my gosh, the best. So, who would you say then is like an icon like today? Even though me and you still look back on icons, I I can I, I bet we share a few of them because I feel like me and you are go back and forth on. <laughs> yeah,
1: I. It's hard because there's not one person specifically that I'm like, I love everything you wear always. Like I mm-hmm. loved everything that Margot Robbie was wearing on the Barbie press tour specifically. Oh, so like gosh. everything she was wearing on that was great, but I don't know about her in general. Like it only time will tell because her previous stylist wasn't great. And her stuff was like notoriously not great on red carpets prior to this where she got a new stylist for this tour. Uh so I was obsessed with that. Um, I occasionally love what Florence Pugh wears, but recently haven't been the biggest fan of what she's been wearing, but I love what she's doing. Like I love how confidently she's going towards, you can tell she's wearing whatever she wants and she looks amazing. It's just not stuff I would necessarily wear. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. And then Haley Richardson, her hers is super funky and fun. And I love that about her style. It's not necessarily stuff I would wear all the time. It's a little bit more, it's not completely in my vein, but I respect the hustle. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, when I think about celebrities now, I mean, I don't really have one particularly that I'm like, everything you wear looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like Jennifer Lawrence is looking great right now, but I don't think she's like always been the most stylish. What about you? Yeah. Like who, anyone on your list?
0: Yeah, I was also going to bring up Florence Pugh for the same reasons as you. I think that she has such a boldness that is, like, very, like, attractive to be like, I want to wear what you're wearing, even though I don't really, like, like it. I'm like, oh, would that be
1: cool if I wore that? Well, and sometimes her stuff is really freaking cool. Like, it's always cool, but sometimes it's, I feel like, in our zone. And sometimes it's just out there. And I respect
0: it you have to wonder if like 10 years from now and I'm sure this will happen but like looking back and what our icons will be over the last you know looking back at 10 years because it's so much easier to I think look back at the early 2000s and say oh this was super momentous for me a lot of that had to do with we were growing up during that time Yeah. but another element of that is a lot of that style we were absorbing was very very curated and not to say yeah. that it's not curated now but there wasn't as much of an opportunity to like infiltrate like um i guess project and publicize like a ton of information and like put out yeah without social media yeah exactly so i I, it was i i feel like in in some ways it was like more impactful
1: totally well and now like you see people's fashion when they're on red carpets promoting things which obviously not right now because of the strikes so we're not seeing anyone which is probably why it's not top of mind but like for instance at like recent events. I know we've talked about Anne Hathaway has been crushing it. Her stuff on the red carpet has been unreal. I've loved everything she's worn. Um, and then like Reese Witherspoon always looks amazing on the red carpet. That's been long time. Like I've, I've respected that for a long time. Um, uh, so there's certain people I've been following, but you're right. Like when it's so fresh, it's hard to tell because it has to stay the test of time a little bit. I think.
0: I think so too. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I do like I don't want I know you have you have all these beautiful amazing notes right now and I don't want to derail us at all. Um and I know I mentioned this previously, but I would love to hear more about like I know you mentioned the row, but yes. what brands for you right now are top of mind that you keep going back back to.
1: Yeah. So this is actually one of my topics. Um the things that I have, I just want to keep it organized for the listener so you guys can like tally where we are so you can use this helpfully. So I've got um where we shop staple pieces. So like things in my wardrobe that I couldn't live without things in yours that you couldn't live without. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how we shop okay. at those places and then, you know, go from there. But those are really the only things I want to make sure we touch on. Cause I think it'd be Sweet. helpful to anybody listening, but, uh, where I shop. Yes. So be- just with like the budget I'm in and, uh, where I'm looking right now, um, and just the agent stage that I'm in. These are the places that I have been shopping at consistently for the last few years. Um, I shop at Zara mango, um, which I've actually been seeing in a couple malls recently. So it's finally made its way to the U S which is very exciting. Um, ASOS. And then I get my jeans from Abercrombie. Um, and they have really good like suit pants and, um, some nice, some nice, uh, simple basics that you can get there. And then I also know those brands. I know my sizes in those brands. And I also know some other brands that would be on like Revolve or some other websites. And I mostly shop for all my clothes on Poshmark. But I look for those brands and I have my sizes specifically pulled up and I look specifically within my sizes of brands that I know. So I can get things secondhand a little bit cheaper. And because I don't shop by outfit, I shop by item. It works really well for me because I can just like items and watch as they change price and then just buy it as I see something that goes lower in price. A lot of stuff on there, if, if you're not comfortable with shopping secondhand, a lot of stuff is new with tags. So they'll say new with tags. So it's never been worn. Um, so that's really where I do most of my shopping is honestly on Poshmark or, um, if I go to anything in person, I'm going to like Nordstrom Rack or Saxoff 5th or Saxoff 5th is one of my favorites. Um, but I really love getting it to like a Buffalo exchange, which RIP in Atlanta, there's no longer one, but something along those lines, like a higher end, uh, resale place love those as well uh, just to, to dig for gold honestly that's my favorite thing to do my friends are always like how do you find things at those stores I'm like it's just entertaining for me to dig for gold I love yeah. it it's very satisfactory so that's where I shop what about you
0: oh, oh my gosh all amazing places yes. like and I'm just now hopping on the poshmark train like and what I mean by that is like I've I've bought well, I've bought from there before but but I haven't been going back to it like consistently yeah, uh, As something that, you know, I go to, um, but I I will say that for clothes this year, Revolve has been a big one for me, specifically their sales section, because you can find incredible tops, like free people and stuff for like 10 bucks. And so if That's I awesome. want to like build it, so awesome. So if I, I want to go ahead and build up the number of tops that I have, you know, because I know that I don't have as many in like this type of shape or size or whatever, then I'll do that if I think that there's a certain outfit I want to wear and keep wearing similar stuff to that. So Revolve is a big one for me. ASOS again. Yep. You mentioned ASOS. That's okay. a really good one. Um, which is incredible. But I do a lot of like anthropology free people like sale. Now there was a place, rest in peace, in Augusta called Final Cut. yeah So sad they closed. It was a warehouse of urban outfitters free people. Um, and anthropology.
1: It was amazing. It's
0: amazing. You could buy furniture there for your house, but you could also spend a whole day there digging through bins. And I kid you not, I would spend two hundred and fifty dollars, and I would come home with a new wardrobe, like for that for a season. So for a long time, I really relied on that. Like I used that as my shopping mechanism. Um, but nowadays, it's just it's primarily um,
1: revolved. But I will tell
0: you. I have been making my way to Goodwill.
1: Goodwill's great. It's I great. wish I lived closer oh, to one. It's good man. to find neighborhoods where people dress like you or have similar like you see people around that have similar style because they're dumping off clothes like you wear. A lot of them um with excuse our music.
0: <laughs> my god, I just the computer was on a black screen and then what do you what do you know? I clicked on that. Um so with goodwill. A lot of the stuff still has tags on it. So you can go in mm-hmm. and it will basically be brand new. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go buy new Nike shorts for $50. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get Nike shorts from Goodwill for $5. I still have the tag on them that are in my size. So it goes back to the whole digging for gold thing, um, which I found a lot of joy out of doing and it's a the lot best. of satisfaction. Nordstrom Rack for me as well is a big one. So I'm I'm right on par with you there. Uh because I'm able to find, you know, brands that I wouldn't ordinarily like be able to afford. Yep. Or want to spend, you know, I don't want to spend four hundred dollars on a dress. Yeah. I'd rather spend a hundred
1: dollars. Totally. Oh yeah. I mean it's it's all about figuring out your budget and finding places that are within your budget because you really can find stuff within any budget that can still be fashionable. Uh, I, in high school, the only place I was really shopping was like, was Goodwill for the most part. And Mm -hmm. then some Forever 21 for like a couple of, of trendy pieces here and there, which I'll still do occasionally because sometimes they have some stuff that you're only going to want to wear for one season, and that's all you need it for because it's going to fall apart after that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's all about figuring out your budget, and that's so true. Like you can go places like Nordstrom Rack and get something that is nice and high quality, and it's a good place to go for like wedding guest dresses and stuff like that. Um, but you're not having to pay full price, which is nice. Or like that's why I love Poshmark because I used to go to those places all the time, but now Poshmark. Is guaranteed to have the brands that you're looking for. And you could even search for a specific item. Like if you know the name of a dress, you can look it up and be like, I saw this dress on Revolve and this is the name of it. And you probably will find it and you'll probably find it in your size and you'll probably find it for less than it was on the website. So that's a tip if you're trying to conserve funds and save some money and still get clothes that you love. Mm. Wise words. Yes. From Hannah, Hannah Collins Jones. I think, do we want to get into? I feel like the last thing. That would be helpful here would be. Well, I said we were gonna do staple pieces. We can end on that, do something fun like uh, desert island stuff. But okay. I think it'd be helpful to do tips, like tips for how to shop. Oh,
0: oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Open mind. That's the first one. Yeah. You gotta I have an open mind. And because, because, because sometimes, well, and, and okay, I think there's a discrepancy here too between how you're going to approach online shopping or how you're going to approach shopping in person. Because if I'm in a weird mood, like going in person to a store and I'm already kind of in my head about if I don't find this piece, I'm going to be really upset. Nowadays, I just go in open mind. Maybe I find it, maybe I don't, but it's possible I find something that's totally out of the box.
1: Yeah, that's my first piece of advice. That's great advice. I think something that just popped in my head that I didn't even think about till now is if One piece of advice I would give anyone who's trying to look more fashion forward, more fashionable is don't buy everything from the same place. So diversify where you buy your clothes from. So don't buy everything J.Crew. Don't buy everything free people like mix and match because that'll look more intentional and a little bit more elevated in my opinion. I mean, maybe that's bad advice if you love dressing all in one style and that's comfortable and safe for you. That's awesome. But it's worked well for me to kind of do mixed media and mix different kinds of designers together and achieve a a look that way. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And I think that's really
0: when it served me the best, just in terms of putting completing a look or putting something together, being really surprised by going, wait, I kind of had an idea that I wanted all this to be like from anthropology or something. And then, you know, I'm at Goodwill or whatever, or I'm at Nordstrom Rack and I happen to find, you know, a purse or I happen to find a scarf or something where I'm like, whoa, actually, that works perfectly. I think that's that's
1: excellent advice. Well, I think it'll make you stand out. Because anyone can go into this one store and buy a full outfit. And that's great because stores do a great job. Like J.Crew is a great example. Their clothing is amazing. It's so nice. It's going to look excellent on you. You're going to do a great job putting an outfit together. But you very well could walk out of the, the store and see somebody wearing the, sa- the same exact outfit because they were thinking the same thing. So I just, if you're looking to diversify and stand out, mm-hmm. it will be helpful to mix and match. From different stores, different time periods, vintage stuffs. Throw some of that in there if you can. Yeah, old pieces from your mom or your grandma. Connor's grandma uh, left behind some scarves that I wear all the time, and try to throw them into outfits in different ways. Just some little things here and there. That's so fun. I love that. Yes, like it's like super so fun. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it is really sweet. I love, I love putting Nancy's stuff in my outfits. But yeah, I'm sure Nancy is very happy. She, I hope so. She definitely is. Shout out to Nancy. She had great scarves. I love them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of, one of the scarves I wear a lot. I wear it as like a top. I wear it on my head. I wear it as a belt. Uh, It is one of the reasons I love it is because it's that cherry red color, that like warm red that I love and is like something I've been super drawn to. And so I use it a lot because it's one of my colors. And so my second bit of advice would be to figure out a couple of things about yourself. One, the colors that you like wearing. And if you don't know what colors you like wearing, figuring out what colors look best on you, you can figure out your color season. That'll help kind of narrow down for you what colors will make your face and your skin light up. Um, Probably one of the reasons I look like I've been to a spa is because I'm wearing one of my colors right now. (laughs) Honestly, yeah, Yeah, Uh, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. But figure out your colors and then also figure out your body shape. Because I think a lot of what I was figuring out growing up and as I was toying with fashion and different things that I love, because I love so many different types of cuts and colors and clothings and fabrics, was figuring out which ones actually looked good on me and I like which ones I felt confident in and enhanced me. And it just takes trial and error. But the more you understand your Uh, build and what enhances your build, the better you'll be able to go into a store and say, I'm not buying this. I'm buying this because it suits my Apple figure, my hourglass figure or whatever. Um, that really is helpful if you're having a hard time narrowing down what to get. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, and then you can keep going back to
0: like understanding what brands, um, you love that have like your size and you go back and it's it's a lot easier to shop that way too just knowing like what fits in the right way and um I think another thing too is to begin identifying patterns in your closet what I mean by that is I've caught myself recently buying a ton of chartreuse green because that color looks great on me but all of a sudden I've ended up with five or six different like tops where I'm like literally looks like I'm wearing the same top it's like slightly different and it's just one of those things where like once you figure out what works what works for you it's very
1: easy and oh. maybe that's just me no 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 it's, it's, I am with you I've got like 18 black tank tops it's embarrassing
0: yeah it's it's <laughs> it, it is it is it, it's funny it's just like you're no one would ever know but like I know and like so you know if you are shopping with a friend or whatever maybe you tell him hey like keep me away from the chartreuse screen, please. screen, <laughs> And like, Ned, Lily, I was shopping with him the other day and he was like, you do not need another one of X color. Like, it was probably the green. That's so funny. And so (laughs) then what you end up doing is, again, you're diversifying. Yep. And you're allowing yourself to kind of be able to mix and match more things. Um, But once you learn what you like, it's really easy to keep buying what you like. But sometimes, like, just, again, keep diversifying. Like, do what you want. Like, if you want, like, 20 chartreuse green
1: shirts have 20 shirts. But for me, that's like just not wise for me to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like what's making the most of the space that you have, of the money that you have is – having those items that you find yourself going back to, I think that's important too. like something you, you sort of touched on is like you keep going back to those and you want to buy them. But also like, if you don't know what to buy, think about what you go back to in your closet and what you avoid wearing, because there's probably stuff that you never touch that's in there and you never wear it. It's like, we'll try to figure out why, what about it when you put it on makes you feel bad? Is it the cut of what you're wearing? Is it the color? Um, Is it the fabric that you just don't like how it feels on you? Like there could be a specific reason and then avoid that at the store. And with the stuff that you go to, like if you're buying chartreuse green, what goes well with chartreuse screen so that you can start having a like sort of a capsule. I'm not a capsule wardrobe person. I'm way too eccentric for that, but like having stuff that looks good together and can be complementary. So as Jackie said, you can start styling stuff together instead of repeating buying the same thing over and over again. I think that's excellent advice that you just yeah. gave. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I would have to agree with your advice back to it. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. No I really do think such a big thing is just like Figuring out your body shape, the fabrics that you like and don't like, Mm -hmm. uh, and your colors, and then just going from there and trying stuff. One step at a time. One step at a time. And don't ever be afraid if you're not a fashion person or it doesn't come naturally to you. Like my mom, it doesn't come at all naturally to her. So like I'll have to, I'll help her shop sometimes. And like, don't ever feel afraid to put a, like a risky outfit together and then send a picture to your friend and say like, is this absolutely terrible? And let them help you because it's better to just try and see if stuff works together than do the same thing over and over again if it's not making you feel confident. I completely agree. Confidence is key. Yeah. And I think fashion, I mean, not everybody has to care about it, but for me, when I'm wearing some, an outfit that I love and I feel fashion forward and it feels like special to me, I feel so much better about myself going out into the world. And I don't really care what anybody thinks about it. It just makes me feel better. So that's one of the reasons I love it. Dress for success. Absolutely. 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 I'm like in 10
0: times of a better mood when I dress up to work cuz I feel very like with it and on my stuff and I'm like oh it. I just feel like nicer like it just get, it just lifts me into a better mood.
1: Oh yeah, I loved when I worked at a place where I could dress in like fashion forward business casual clothing. Um when I'm where where I work now, we have to do like suits and stuff. And I just, I don't go into the office ever because I work remotely. So it's only for conferences. So I don't invest money into suits because I just don't wear them very often. But when I was working in an office, it was very fun to get dressed up. It is fun. I like heels a lot too. Yeah. Even though they fun. hurt my little toesies. But they're really fun. I love heels so too. They're so fun. I Shall we close with our Desert Island items? We should close with our desert island island items. Let's do it. Okay. Do you know? Let's see. What did I? Okay. So for me, my staple pieces like things that make me me that I don't ever want to give up. First, I mentioned it earlier, but big, showy skirts. Like, give me a big skirt, a high waisted big skirt. I'm going to want that forever. And then give me a shirt or a dress that's just like a massive pop of color. That's what I need just a pop of color item and then a big showy skirt like in an ideal world I have this the skirt in my closet that I love that's black and white and it's tiered and it's really fun and it's like big and showy and then I have like a hot pink tank top like I'm putting together in my brain right now I've never worn them together but I'm like throwing it together Ooh, right now I Carrie could short look. Yeah. And then I have like a red thin belt that I just got because thin belts are back. That's what I heard. So just so you know, um, that I would put around the skirt and just put on a pair of shoes that, that complete it. And like, that's going to be it for me. So if I have a pop color shirt and a fancy skirt. Heck yeah. Well, hopefully somebody
0: comes up to the desert Island so that they can see the outfit. They need to. They really do. Honestly. It's they need so, to see it. so wasted. <laughs> yeah. Was so wasted. Hey, hey, no, but it brings you joy. So it's great. <laughs> that's right. That's you don't right. need anybody else to see it. It's perfect. Else. <laughs> yes. Okay. For me, 100% shoes. Like I love shoes. Like anything with like a chunky platform heel, whether it's a sneaker or whether it's a booty, like you name it and I'm going to wear it if it has a platform heel on it. For sure. I love that
1: you're a shoe person. Oh, shoes are like the thing I can pick out what I like, and I have a lot of opinions. But I never go to spend my money on shoes before spending my money on clothing, mm-hmm. yep. which I think that's the tell about what your desert desert island Id- <laughs> concussion. desert island item is. Is what are you going to spend money on first? Yeah, and that I love that thinking through that. I just think it's fun. I once
0: in seventh grade, I had a gift card to Nordstrom from a neighbor for Christmas for a hundred dollars, and I once sat in front of a computer for hours, like shopping for shoes. Like this just sounds like shoes. Let's get some Let- shoes. Literally, I customized literally. I customized a pair of Vans, like, and I cu- I kept going back exactly. to them every like day, every other day to make sure I knew that that was what I wanted because I knew how special it was to get that gift card. Absolutely. Um, so I think that that also kind of goes back to it too, is even when I was like a middle school, I was really, I was always, con- even in elementary school, I was always concerned about my shoes. Like I was like, no, oh, yeah. I have to have these shoes, um, shoes and purses. I'm a big purse gal.
1: Yeah, you um, are. Um,
0: big time. And I need to be careful about what colors I'm choosing and like what kind of brand of purse I'm buying. Cause that way I can still wear that person any season and be able to still match it with any outfit, but then that would be the accessory that pops.
1: Yeah. I think that's smart. I am coming to purses. Like I, I've always, I mean, I've loved every bit of fashion, but purses and shoes are something that I'm trying to acquire now because they're typically more expensive items that you want to keep and treasure. And that's a very smart way to think about it. like something that you can use all year that will still pop. And yes. I think you do a great job of that. Thank you very much. I appreciate You're that. Um, do I only get two items?
0: Can I do a no, third? You more. Oh, okay. Cool. This this is my last desert desert island item. I would say um, my free people jeans. I love that. Yeah, I just love them. I love them. I love them. They're great. You got to take
1: those with you. I'll add one more to mine. Just like a funky pair of earrings. I'm an earring girl and I love earrings and I feel sad when I'm not wearing them. So, um, but like specifically funky ones, I'll wear like neutral ones for work and stuff. And occasionally when my outfit's too overwhelming, I won't wear funky earrings, which happens. But you, you rock earrings really well. Big fan, big fan of headbands, big fan of earrings, like scarves, that kind of stuff.
0: (laughs) Okay. Let's also do this. Okay. I just thought of this so for example with headbands that's an item that I've always loved on other people I do not look good in headbands I cannot make that work for me mm. um what is an item where you're like I love that on other people or I really am interested in that but I haven't I haven't had it I haven't made it work yet for me or whatever
1: you may not have one Oh no! I I mean, there's probably plenty. I'm trying to think of what what comes to mind first for me. So this is has to do with my body shape. Uh, any dresses that don't cling at the waist do not work for me. Like I cannot wear something that doesn't have shape. It just uh, with the way I'm built, it just makes me look terrible. So it just doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work. But I love how it looks on people that are built differently than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's that. I I would say one that i have to add to my list too um depending on what exactly the cut of the dress is because there was something i loved recently and i put it on and i was like i look like i'm wearing a trash bag <laughs> like literally <laughs> it looked like i was wearing a trash bag and i was like why does that like look so terrible on me And it was like you just couldn't see like my shape at all you couldn't tell yeah. i just looked like a head floating above a black
1: blob like literally that's how it looked yeah Oh yeah. And the same goes for me. So I have an hourglass figure. So also with a line stuff, it doesn't work for me either. Like if it's uh, or not a line empire waist, if it's empire wasted, where it's like right under your, basically like the wire of your bras, like where the cut of the dress flows out from that the widest part of me is my rib cage. So it just doesn't work for me either. So, well, it's just not flattering. So I feel that like, that's how I feel when I wear empire waist stuff. <laughs> like what has happened to my body? You can't see it, <laughs> dude. Yeah. It's
0: like, Oh, and it, it, I always, I'm like, Oh, it looks so good on the rack. And then I get it yes. and I try it on. Or it
1: looks so good online.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Oh
1: man, looks- they look so good. Like if you're a, um, if you are a like slender, straight athlete, like straight, I don't know what the trying no, it's not triangle. They call that rectangle body. I think, uh, then you, the widest part of you would just be your shoulders. Cause your body's very slender. The loose flowy, no shape is going to look fabulous on you and you should wear it. But I just can't, <laughs> I can't do it,
0: dude. I, I get it, man. I get it. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun to look back at pictures when I didn't realize that, you know, I was like, Oh, I was just, you know, Figuring it out, I was like, "Man, that did not look good on me."
1: (laughs) Like, oh shoot, I should not have worn that. But all good, all good. But then we learn, and and it's all about like how how you feel, right? Because people probably don't look at you and think that. But it's just like if you feel, then it's not worth wearing. I completely agree with you. Yep. Which is why, if I ever have a loose dress, that's why one of my favorite hacks is to take one of those scarves or something like that and tie it as a belt, and just like create a belt out of something that's a little unique. I find that to be very fun. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I'm trying to think Fair, of anything yeah. else. Like drop waist isn't great for me. Something that like the um, the waist is right at your hips doesn't work great for me. Um, I Like an accessory? Yeah. I, I have a really hard time with bracelets. Not because they don't mm. look good on me or something, but because I just like, I just don't like wearing them. Um, unless they're tight around the base of my wrist and they fit like that. Um, but if they're like loose bangles, I love the look of them, but I just never end up wearing them because they bother me. And I just have always envied the people that to. can rock them. Yeah. Some people are just really good bracelet people. And My mom is a bracelet person. It always looks amazing.
0: Yeah. but and, and, and it does look good, but I'm like, yeah.
1: I have one other that I just thought about. Oh, what is it? And this one's huge. Neutrals, all neutrals. I can't do it. Like, oh no, no, no! I, some people look so elegant and like fully neutral, like una, like unitone outfit. That's all the same color. It's all like an off white, like Courtney. Yeah, like she looks it. amazing
0: in all neutrals with like a pop of color and accessory. But I, I, yeah, I can't do that. Amazing. All amazing. I can
1: do. I yeah. can do like crystal white. I can do off white, but like beige. I cannot do it unless there's another color in the outfit. Like I have to have like a substantial amount of other color involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish I could, especially over the last like five years, there's so much good clothing that was so neutral, but just can't do it.
0: I will look like Frosty the Snowman.
1: Yeah. just With a, a slight look. tan. Slight. It was beige. <laughs> I really well, would. Like, I have, I have tanned skin and it just doesn't matter. It's about undertones and like what makes you, Pop and it's just not that. It's just not not it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel that,
0: feel that. That's a tough one, though. I feel like that was a trend where I just when it came out or when it's you know it's out now. But like I was like I just can't. I That was just not my style. I admire it in other people, but like I I that would look so bad on me.
1: Yeah, I was the same way. I don't think I ever tried it entirely because I just always knew like this is just not. It's not it for me, but it looks so good on other people. <sighs> it's like. It
0: would look like me on, you know, the one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes. You know, like the outfits that they were wearing. Yes. It would, I would look like I, some of them I'm sure it looks good Institutionalized. <laughs> yeah. Institutionalized. That's institutionalized a chic. Like I was wearing like, like, oh gosh. Okay. So I do have a jumpsuit or not a jumpsuit, a set. Um, Hannah, you have the blue version. I have the orange one where it's like yes. flowy. Well, I just put two and two together. The other day I was at work and I, and people were like, oh, that looks so great to me. Oh, thanks. And then I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh my God, this is like Orange Coastal Grandma. But in actuality, like I look like I'm in a penitentiary. Penitentiary. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, oh, orange jumpsuit literally look like that. That's
1: so funny. I, I didn't even think about that. I will I'm, say I haven't worn that outfit again collectively because I don't do well in fully flowy stuff. I need, if I'm going to wear flowy pants, I need a tighter shirt, or like vice versa. So, I haven't worn it collectively again. Well, um, you should see me in the orange. Yeah, let's do it <laughs>
0: again. It's pretty horrifying. <laughs> oh. I haven't worn it that minute much after I connect the dots on that, though. That's so funny. Yeah.
1: I mean, you would never look like that because you're going to style it up. But
0: well, oh, thank you. But uh, hilarious. hilarious. I don't know if I can wear this
1: (laughs) again. No. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Oh, man. Well, I know Jackie and I both wanted to say we're not experts. We don't work in the fashion industry or anything like that, but we are really passionate about it and love helping people if they want help or love talking about fashion if you just want to talk about it. So uh, feel free to reach out to us. Let us know if you want to talk about fashion or if you like genuinely Need help with someone to shop for you or to send you curated lists. I know that's something Jackie and I are dying to do for people, and would be super fun for us. So, if you want someone to do some like personal shopping or curating, even if you're on something like Newly or Rent the Runway, and you and you're um, you're renting clothing each month, we can help look through the database of those websites and help you narrow down what would look good for you and, you know, ask you about which fabrics and, you know, ask you all the questions that we went through and help narrow down what would be a good fit. Like we would have a blast doing that. So if anybody would enjoy that, uh, feel free to hit us up. We would seriously love that.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Any day. That's just so fun. i doing it in my sleep.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. it would be like, it would be a blast. Seriously,
0: uh, it would be so much fun. But
1: yeah, hit us up if you want to chat. It would be a good time. Yeah, you can slide into our DMs at the Goodish People Pod on Instagram, or you can email us at goodishpeople@gmail.com. At uh, feel free to like, follow, rate, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Uh, we're so happy that you guys are here listening, and so grateful for anyone who has been along this ride with us and. Yeah, we're just we're just really grateful for you guys. Thanks for listening to us uh babble about fashion today. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll do another
0: episode soon on fat fashion again, but a more specific topic too, cuz this is not going away. We're going to be talking about it a
1: lot. I feel like we could just take an episode of Sex and the City and just analyze every character's fashion. Okay. Yes. And then Yes. I would I yes, like we need to. I told Jackie that last week I had sex in the city on in the background the whole time I had a concussion with like ev- the brightness at zero and I watched through like the entire series because I was <sighs> out and down for the count for like a whole week and when I walked into her house today she was watching it and I was like yes <laughs> I love sex in the city <laughs> so good <sighs> so you guys might hear that from us in the future or we could always do like a write-in one too if you guys end up having a lot of questions we could always answer questions on an episode oh that'd love be fun that. that would
0: be big time fun I'm super obsessed. fun
1: the well. best the uh, best well we love you goodish people uh we didn't do our carryouts for the week oh i forgot about that
0: i did too but I, I feel like we wrapped it up so nicely i mean we could do a carry out
1: <laughs> we did wrap it up but we're gonna wrap so it up again i will say
0: this too though all right the whole episode okay hannah's been wearing sunglasses because we're a concussion i cannot read your face <laughs> at all so like the whole episode i'm like how is she perceiving what I'm saying? Like, I was, I've been relying on like your mouth and I'm like, I think she's smiling. Like, I don't know. Like, cause those sunglasses take up like
1: half your face. Well, and also like, I think one of the symptoms of concussions is just like a lack of emotional response. So like, I just have been like having a hard time responding to things. I was on a call for work today and someone, I asked someone a question they answered and I just didn't say a word after. And I was like, Oh, and I was like, it took like five minutes for me to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I just did that oh, to you. So I apologize. But Do everything you said apologize. today was amazing. Jackie is a fashion <laughs> guru. And what I want to take away is I want to be inspired a little bit more by how Jackie shops <laughs> oh, and maybe like gosh. try to throw some of that into my fashion game. Seriously, don't shake your head. I mean this. You can't I'm see shaking my eyes, it, baby. but I mean it. <laughs>
0: She just rolled her glasses <laughs> up, you guys, so I could see her eyes. She's very happy. So I'm very wearing like pleased. the biggest aviators you can imagine, I'm and they're polarized. <laughs> we'll put it. We'll put it with the post.
1: I'll uh, also have to. Uh, I'll send you one from last week that I sent to Connor of me in bed with sunglasses on. It's pretty please, funny.
0: Please do. Um, but no, no, no. I wasn't necessarily expecting an emotional response from you. I know that you're. I'm feeling still, you're it internally. There.
1: No, I Ugh. really do. I really am. Like, I love hearing you talk about fashion because, I mean, I have a lot of friends that like it, but not as many that think about it as – I feel like you think about it very uniquely Jackie. Like, it's very – a unique thought process in the way that you do it and all that stuff. It's very, very uniquely you. And I don't know very many other people that think about it like that. So it's – Wow. It's nice to talk about it I with feel like you. that's
0: the highest compliment and especially from you because I feel like you've encouraged me to lean into that even without saying like you should just keep doing this like just by the way in which you um like observe and the way you're inspired by fashion like that inspires me and in turn I've been like oh well like Hannah would totally not even question doing that like I'm not even gonna quit I'm just gonna do it
1: I'm and gonna, no, no, no. seriously seriously like it, it's right back at you I feel like it's oh. a nice little inspirational like let's just Wear what we want and inspire each other and just like keep climbing higher until we're just c- wearing crazy things.
0: Yes, before you know it, we'll be wearing trash bags and <laughs> orange jumpsuits that look like we're institutionalized.
1: <laughs> Boom, perfect. It's <laughs> the best. Yep, that's our takeaway. Um, we're gonna our yes. carry out this week is just to end up in the, the craziest outfits one day and not get into crap. What anybody thinks, <laughs> yeah, nope. It's gonna be
0: so wackadoo, you're yeah. not even gonna know what hit you.
1: Boom, boom, boom. All right, you goodish people. We love you. Catch you next week. Catch you on the flippity flip. Flippity flap.